Hello and welcome to Cinema Chat. Cinema Chat is the podcast where we talk about the movies and the people that made them. And uh, today, we have a bit of a double feature. Okay, maybe a triple feature even. Uh, We're going to talk about the three movies that Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan starred in together. They were in three movies in the 90s together. Joe versus the Volcano was the first one in 1990. And then they starred in Sleepless in Seattle in 93. And in 1998, they starred again together in You've Got Mail. We're going to talk about, I guess, all three of the movies, but realistically, we're going to talk about the the latter two, Sleepless in Seattle and You've Got Mail. And the reason behind that is because the, the movies are pretty similar, and I'm curious to get people's opinion on which one they like better. So we'll break down both the movies a little bit, and I guess let the people decide well, I'm going to decide too, but uh, Tom Hanks stars in, first of all, uh, he stars in Sleepless in Seattle. Uh, again, come, it came out in 93, and he's a widower, a recent widower, um, and he has a little boy named Jonah. And Jonah is ready to help his dad find a new wife and also a mother for himself. And Meg Ryan plays a lady engaged uh, with a guy that's just hard to like. He's allergic to everything, and he's kind of boring. <laughs> uh, and anyway, Tom Hanks is dating uh, a lady, uh, not quite up to the standards of, well, for him or for little Jonah. In the meantime, Jonah had <laughs> previously gotten on a talk radio show with uh, one of those uh, 90s style uh, doctors or psychologists on the phone. Remember those those people? Whatever happened to all those shows, by the way? Uh, but he, he gets on the show and says, I'm only eight years old and my dad needs to get out there and date. And of course, it's a nightmare for Poor Tom Hanks's character because he just uh, does not, he's not ready, really ready for it, or at least thinks he's not. But then he ends up getting a lot of letters uh, from various places. Yeah, somewhere in the middle. And generally speaking, I think we should rule out 
anyone that doesn't live near here. She's going to fly anywhere. Well, she looks like my third grade teacher. I hate my third grade teacher. Wait a minute. She is my third grade teacher. Aren't you going to read any of these? No, because this is not how it's done. So, yeah, it's a little frustrating and a little difficult, but um, Joan ends up coming up with a harebrained idea to uh, get the two together, Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan, and won't spoil it, uh, but the movie is inspired uh, by the classic Cary Grant and Deborah Carr film, An Affair to Remember. And it contains a soundtrack with uh, some standard songs. Uh, also, some of some of them are original uh, by the original artists, and some are remade. And Tom Hanks' uh, real life wife, Rita Wilson, also appears in the film. Sleepless in Seattle was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Screenplay. By the way. And now we're on to You've Got Mail. Uh, again, 1998. And Tom Hanks in this movie plays Joe Fox. And he is in charge of Fox Books, which are the, the bad boys on the block for bookstores. Listen, I, uh, I have a, a sad announcement to make. Uh, City Books on 23rd Street. It's going under. <laughs> Another independent vice to dust. On to the next. You're going to buy out their entire inventory of architecture and New York history for the new store? How much, son? How much you paying? Well, whatever it costs, it won't be as much as that exquisitely uncomfortable mohair episode there, which is now all over my suit. Here you go. So they clearly feel really bad about closing down their the small stores. And man, um, and then in the movie, Meg Ryan stars as Kathleen Kelly, who owns another uh, one of those little bookstores uh, called Shop Around the Corner. Book Superstore. Kel Nightmare. It has nothing to do with us. It's big, impersonal, overstocked, and full of ignorant salespeople. But they discount. But they don't provide any service. We do. So really, it's a good development. You know how in the flower district there are all those flower shops in a row so you can find whatever you want? Well, this is going to be the book district. If they don't have it, we do. And vice versa. Absolutely. So yes, Fox Books is setting up shop right around the corner from shop around the corner <laughs> and then we find just how truly <laughs> vile Joe Fox is capable of being Fox your last name is Fox F-O-X. God, I didn't, I didn't realize. I didn't, I didn't know. Who 
when you were with? I didn't know who you were with. Excuse me? From the Godfather. <laughs> Sorry, it's from the Godfather. It's <clears throat> when the, uh, the movie producer realizes that Tom Hagen's an emissary of Vito Corleone. It's just before the horse's head ends up in the bed with all the bloody sheets, you know, wakes up and it's, ah, 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 ah. Never mind. You were spying on me, weren't you? You probably rented those children. Why would I spy on you? Because I am your competition, which you know perfectly well, or you would not have put up that sign just around the corner. The entrance to our store is around the corner, and there's no other way of saying that. It's not the name of our store, it's where it is. And you do not own the phrase, around the corner. What is that? What are you doing? What are you doing? You're taking all the caviar? That caviar is a garnish. So he takes the caviar that's sitting around this dish and literally scrapes the entire ring of caviar off of the dish. Which is basically a symbolism of what he's doing in the movie taking all of everything that's great and leaving everybody else with the scraps where Kathleen Kelly Meg Ryan's character is the type of person that sits there and reads books to children and provides lots of interesting feedback about various books but Joe Fox is only interested in one thing making a lot of money now to where the story leads to uh, both of our principals Tom Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan are in relationships that they aren't happy with uh, the two however are coincidentally chatting with each other online the entire movie, as a matter of fact. And I want to talk to you a little bit about email. <laughs> I watched this movie in 1998 at the movie theater, and I honestly only had about an inkling of an idea of what they were actually doing, chatting online. I did not understand the concept of what they were doing. I, I sat there... Uh, wondered and well trying to figure out why how are they talking to each other like that how are they sending messages to each other like that shows you how far we've come in 20 years now i recognize that a lot of people listening to this might have had email by this point uh, but i however did not and i just didn't quite get it now, I want to talk for a little bit about the co-stars of You've Got Mail because I think that the the supporting cast in this movie is just superb. Um, Parker Posey stars as Joe Fox's weird and possibly unlikable girlfriend. Uh, Greg Kinnear plays Kathleen's pretentious and quirky boyfriend. Uh, Steve Zahn and Heather Burns are entertaining as stereotypical bookshop workers. 
and they have some real funny, fun lines in it. Uh, and uh, we heard uh, his voice a minute ago, the great Dabney Coleman, um, as the heartless Nelson Fox. And he's <laughs> a far worse person than than Joe Fox is, that's for sure. He, he takes that um, Franklin Hart character, dips back into that, that from uh, his uh, nine to five days. And um, just just delivers a marvelous performance, about eight minutes of screen time or so. But he's he's unforgettable. I really love Dam- Dabney Coleman in this. Uh, John Rand stars, and you heard his voice a minute ago. Also, he is uh, the great character actor that plays uh, <clears throat> the grandfather of Joe Fox, and. You might know him from, well, he's been in a lot of movies, but a lot of people listening to this might know him from being Clark Griswold's dad in in Christmas Vacation. And also Dave Chappelle uh, appears in the movie. He is, uh, he plays uh, Kevin, who works for Joe Fox. She's not as nice as she seems on television. You met her? Yeah. Boy, she's a pill. She's probably as fine as she look on TV either. Oh, no, no, she's beautiful. But she's a pill. You don't feel bad about basically sending her ass back to the project and food stamps, you know, a broke single white lady? It's not personal. It's business. Yeah. Hey, here's a good-looking guy. I said... Yeah, so I, I probably didn't encapsulate encapsulate the best of Dave Chappelle there, but but he's just really funny in this movie, and and I uh, going to have uh, an aside here, you know, boy, I, I feel like um, I, I feel like we we've lost a lot with Dave Chappelle, and what I mean is he's been in so few films. He was in a handful of kind of bad movies in the 90s and he's made it he made a couple of good really good appearances but i wish that we could have had dave Chappelle the last 20 years uh, as a film star but that's just me also and you've got mail gene stapleton uh comes uh on the film which was an, a nice surprise very nice surprise and she uh, appears as birdie Kathleen's assistant and um, longtime friend of of Kathleen's mother, who's who's gone now. But Gene Stapleton had timing here in this movie just as good as her All in the Family days. She was on point and really turned in a great performance. Uh, like Sleepless in Seattle, the the. Um, Movie You've Got Mail was also inspired by a classic movie uh, called um, Shop Around the Corner. Um, starred Maureen Sullivan and James Stewart. And now, the stories of the two films are similar, uh, but my, my vote does go to You've Got Mail. Both are very successful. And I'll think, you know, being equal, I definitely give You've Got Mail 
the the nod. I honestly think that the supporting cast pushes it forward, and I like the storyline of Sleepless in Seattle an awful lot, and it is well written. Um, but there's something really kind of special about You've Got Mail, and it's interesting to me because I'll I'll share a personal anecdote about You've Got Mail. Um, <laughs> and I hesitate to tell this story, but I'll tell it anyway. Um, I was dragged um, to out to the movie theater to watch that movie in 1998, and it was Christmas season. And I'll get to another another one of my asides here in a minute uh, about Christmas, if I don't forget. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I I was dragged there because. Um, I had a 103-degree fever the same day, and uh, I was made to feel like I was a horrible person because I fell asleep during the movie. <laughs> and I, I, I didn't mind watching the movie, but I would have liked to have seen it with a 98.6-degree temperature, uh, body temperature. But the um, fact is, is I have, the reason why I bring up the story is because I'd have every reason in the world to hate the movie because of the bad memory of being sick. Um, but in fact, after watching it again and again and again, I really like it. And I watched both movies right before I recorded this. And I definitely feel like You've Got Mail is a little better. Uh, but I do want to say something about Christmas. And... Uh, about Christmas movies, or not even Christmas movies. Um, it's yeah. Can I just uh, complain just a little bit? I I'm not a fan of movies that stretch out over six eight months long um, during the the, the storyline. The story um, is and some of it happens to follow along Christmas, and so twenty minutes of a of a two hour film. Uh, happens to center uh, around the fact that it's Christmas time. That is not a Christmas movie. <laughs> you see them, you see them during the fall and you see it during the summer. Um, but yet people still want to label it a Christmas movie. Um, now I know you've got nails probably not even on the list of what people would say, but I can think of, uh, <clears throat> die hard, you know, <laughs> Um, you know, something that happens that take place around Christmas or so, a movie that takes place around Christmas, just part of the movie, you know, I, that's not a Christmas movie. Those aren't Christmas movies. So I am just saying. But that's just me. <laughs> now, Nora Ephron was the director of both of the films. She directed Sleepless in Seattle in 93 and You've Got Mail in 98. Uh, her list of, direct, of films that she directed uh, are eight movies long, and uh, she uh, died in 2012. And she, her last movie was Julie and Julia, uh, in 2009, uh, the movie starring Meryl Streep and Amy Adams, and that's a movie I I do recommend. Oh, and by the way, there is a third film with Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. And it's called Joe vs. the Volcano. And it came out in 1990. And it's a pile of dog you-know-what. No, it, I, I don't like the movie at all. 
And as I researched it, I found out a few critics liked it. Um, it did get mixed reviews. Um, it Roger Ebert gave it three and a half stars when it came out in 1990, and then and then later he he changed his mind and said it it should be a four star movie. Um, I, I'm trying to think of one thing to like about the movie, and there are some really there is a really great great, great cast in Joe versus the volcano. Um, Abe Vigoda has the only really good performance. Um, having said that, I was 19 years old when I saw it, and I haven't seen it since. Uh, but I don't intend to either. So that's it for Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan movies. Uh, maybe there's one more in the future. I don't know. But really appreciate you listening to this uh, show about Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan movies. And this is Cinema Chat. This is the podcast where we talk about the movies and the people that made them. F-O-X.